Welcome to the Storyteller Series Nigeria. The Storyteller Series is dedicated to sharing true Nigerian stories from people of all ages and backgrounds. This is Season 1, Episode 11, featuring two stories with the theme, Journeys, from our third live show. This held on August 11, 2018. This is the second to last episode in Season 1. Episodes are released every two weeks. My name is Anita Ambadiwe, and I'm your host for today. You may remember me from episode 6, Life is a Pot of Beans. Go on and have a listen. You can stay up to date on all Storyteller series news by following us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at ABJ Storyteller. You can also visit our website at thestorytellerng.org if you're interested in events, podcasts, or sponsoring us. That is thestorytellerng.org one word dot org please make sure to subscribe or follow this podcast on soundcloud google podcasts and apple podcast in fact just pause this recording now look for the follow or subscribe button and just tap it so easy we have two stories for you today our first storyteller is kenya geiger who runs the cube cafe with her husband in abuja nigeria Kenya is a great artist with the Enigma Art Collective and an excellent host to the Storyteller series. Enjoy her story. You can find out more about the Enigma Art Collective at enigma.art on Instagram. All right, so um, there was a time while I was at uni and um, I was running away from something that happened to me. you know one of those moments when you see your life flash before your eyes and you're like, oh my God, I need to live life to the fullest now. There's no way. I've got to do all the things which I wanted to do, which I probably shouldn't because I'm in my final year of uni. I'm supposed to be concentrating. I have my dissertation to write, but what happened was so moving at the time that I just had to do it. So. I paid for a ticket with all the money I'd been saving over uni and I went to Thailand to go visit my best friend who was teaching English for a year. So none of our friends, none of our family had ever visited her while she was there and she used to send me letters and I used to read them and I was like, guess what Billy? She's like, what? I'm like, I'm coming. No, can I really? I was like, yeah, 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 I'm coming. So I packed my bags and I went there for five weeks. And we traveled from the north to the south of Thailand and we had an amazing time. And on the maybe two or three days before we finished, we were like, okay, we've been backpacking. You know, our bodies are aching. We need a Thai massage. So she was like, there's a really good place. Me and my friends go there all the time. I said, okay, we'll see what this is like. We go into this like parlor. And on this side, they're like bars with all these doctor fish, the ones that suck your toes to clean. So she was like, try, try, try. Um, well, I didn't like the thought of it. Fish are friends, not doctors. Um, so I put my feet in and I was just like, no, 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 no. Let's do the massage. Okay. So there were two men behind the counter. One older man, maybe 50s, you know, and then what I'm presuming was his son, who is obviously helping him out in the business. And she was just like, oh, is it all right if I 
let, let the older man do my back and the younger man can do yours. I was like, okay, she was just like, okay, so ask for the full body Thai massage. I was just like, um, okay, what does that entail? She was just like, just go with the flow. They know what they're doing, they're professionals, it's cool. I was just like, okay. So we go upstairs and they're like, take off dress, take off dress. We're like, is this normal? She's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just undress, hang your clothes, take a towel and go into this little, should I say cubicles? So it's just a room with like partitions and a curtain. So they're like, go in here, lie down. You go in there, lie down. And we're like, okay. So I go, I lie down. And this young man comes in and he's just like, ready? I'm like, yes. <laughs> and so I lie down and I get my Thai massage. I mean, if anyone has done a Thai massage, they like bend you as if your back is about to break. So I'm just like, oh my God, do I tell him to stop? Does it, it hurts, but maybe this is how it's meant to be. So I was just like, okay, let's go for the full experience since I'm living my life to the fullest. <laughs> I get the whole massage, they do back and they're like, turn over. I'm like, okay, bear in mind, I've gotten undressed. So it's just like me. And um, he's like, I turn, you cover, and then I continue. I'm just like, okay. So he turns around, I cover. And he continues, so does my legs, does my arms, and that's it. Finish, go shower, wait for your friends downstairs. I'm like, okay, that was nice. I feel all limber and loose, how you're meant to feel after a Thai massage. My friend Billy now comes down the stairs, and bear in mind, she's been in Thailand for a whole year. She's like Thai, basically now. So um, I'm there sitting, waiting for her, like, why is it taking a bit longer, maybe she asked for an extra treatment or something. She came out and she comes downstairs and her face has this like look and I was just like, are you okay? She was just like, let's go first, let's go first. I'm just like, okay. She was like, okay, just, just pay, let's go, let's go. So she was in a hurry and I was like, what? Okay, let's go. So we paid and like, I'm like, thank you, thank you to the guy who did my body and then my friend doesn't reply to the old man, but the old man is like, okay, okay, smiling and like <laughs> giving her thumbs up. So we leave and I was just like, what happened to you? She was just like, you know when they turned you over, Ken, yeah? I was just like, well, she calls me Ken. She's like, you know when they turned you over, Ken? I was just like, yeah. She's like, did he massage your boobs? <laughs> and I was just like, no. <laughs> like horrified, I was like, oh, don't worry, you just got the full experience. <laughs> and um, that was my last few days in Thailand. And so every time we walked past this massage parlor, the old man would always be like, okay, okay. <laughs> and she would just like walk past like this feeling extremely violated. So that was my journey to Thailand. Thank you. Our next storyteller is Buchi Onyebule. Buchi is a radio host and writer who lives in Abuja. He was also featured in our very first episode. Follow him at Buchi Onyebule on Twitter and Instagram. Okay, so I'll tell us a story about uh, the first, my journey towards understanding how easily someone can blackmail himself or herself. You see, as a kid, I used to I used to go to church a lot. 
Yes. My my brother is here, he can confirm that I'm not lying. I used to go to church a lot, and there was this children's ministry in Holy Family Catholic Church in Festac. Then was part of the charismatic renewal. So I was part of the children's ministry. I had a yes. We had the I don't want to call him a preacher, he called himself an evangelist, but he was the head of the children's ministry as at then. And he was very strict. He didn't like me too much because I, he says I was unserious. I don't believe him. I like to think I was a very serious person and very conscientious, but he, that's what he says. Now, the day I learned that you can blackmail yourself was the day I met him somewhere he probably should not be, considering his position. Now, my mother used to sell uh, plantain, not Timaya's kind of mother. But <laughs> my mother used to sell plantain in huge quantities. She used to go to, I can't remember what market then, and buy like really plenty of bunches, 50, 60 entire bunches of plantain. And she used to sell at Agboju Market. If you know Festac very well, just across, before you cross the Amu World of Inn Express. And so she used to sell at Agboju Market. Now the thing about plantains is, a lot of it would ripen at the same time. So many times she's under pressure to sell it off. And so she would send the message to the house. This was 90s. Uh, yeah, 90s and yeah, 90s. So there was, there was no GSM. So she would send one of my cousins to come to the house and call us. Then myself and my two elder brothers would get up and very willingly go to Agboju Market. And I'll tell you why. We're going to hawk plantains. But we're always very willing. Not because we were good kids. No, we weren't. We troubled my mother too much. We were not good kids. Why? Because when we get there, she has cut it into mini bunches, the way they sell it now. And we would all carry our different trays and put on our heads. Now, if you know that particular area very well, Agboju Market cross into Old Ojo Road and then that's Old Ojo Town. Now, there's a specific place called White House. There's a place called White House there. It's, uh, it was the red light district of that particular place. Now, I was young. I was quite young. I was about nine, thereabouts, or eight when we started uh, making that journey. Now, I wandered there by accident. I would swear anywhere, quote me anywhere, it was by accident. It was not deliberate. I wandered there by accident, and uh, my eyes grew bigger. Uh, had my eyes, eyeballs became like saucers immediately. And the first time I got there, small fine boy. And, and I can assure you I was not fine. <laughs> but, Hey, you, this small fine boy, come. And they were all, it was 6 p.m., 6.30, 7 p.m. So at that point in time, you know, they were not looking so hard. They were really looking. There was, the light was dim. And then you're seeing things that you've only heard about. It's not now when porn is basically everywhere. You're, you're seeing suggestive poses, things that seemed very exotic to us. And I was just looking around, looking around. And they were buying the plantain. They were very honest, interestingly. They bought everything immediately because they lived there. You just walk through the apartments where they stayed. And so I continuously, whenever we go to Hawk, whenever that pressure comes and my mother sends message, very quickly, my brother and I, he'll take this side and I'll take this side. And in 10, 15 minutes, our planting is done, but we'll now still just... One fateful day, one fateful night, Interestingly, I hadn't sold all the plantain that day. 
for some reason, maybe what, maybe they had food poisoning or something. They just didn't want to eat plantains anymore. And I was carrying it around and looking at them. I was getting really frustrated. Like, come on, where are my friends? Where? What? Come on. And out of one particular room steps out Uncle Ike. And he, there's, he, it was impossible for him to avoid me. He basically walked into me and the plantain fell. And, and as a kid, I could curse a bit like a sailor. So I started to curse and looked up. Uncle, good evening, sir. <laughs> and the man was practically shaking. Onyebuli, he used to call me by my surname. Onyebuli, I said, sir, good evening, sir. And you see, I had not asked him any question. I, hadn't, I didn't see any, I didn't think about the incongruity of him being there. I didn't, I didn't think he was wrong. I, didn't, I wasn't thinking anything, I was just seeing him. And he immediately began to explain what he was doing there. <laughs> So I'm, I'm, I'm doing the work, you know, um, uh, God's work, you know, you have, I told you, remember, you have to take it. Every, every, I, I say, yes, uncle. And he thought I was being sarcastic because I'm normally inside the children's ministry. I'm very mischievous. I'm being sarcastic. So when everything he says, I'll say, yes, uncle, yes. And he kept thinking, oh, this guy is making fun of me. He doesn't believe me. He's just busy. And I believed him. It was when I got home and I told my uh, no it was not home it was the next day in school i used to school at christian council then fifth avenue so i was telling one really older person who was in the school who was also very mischievous and i told him i was like really your own your uh, church teacher they go see shandy and i was like what, shandy he said he went there to do god's work said come on shut up god's work waiting why you no sit down outside they preach to them why you enter inside i say oh Okay, inside. He said, yes, now. Don't you know it's the customers that used to enter inside? I said, aha. Recall that I said he didn't like me. We were preparing for uh, some sort of festival, a children's, uh, youth and children festival in the church then. And uh, yes, my youngest brother said he was the baby, the prince of the music choir. He's grown up now. He can't sing for, to save his life. But then he could. And so they were part of those who were going to sing. And there was a competition for those who were going to debate. I wanted to be on it so much, but he was not going to give me space because, like I said, he thought I was unserious. So I didn't know what got into me. That, the next time we, were, we had a rehearsal, I walked up to him. Uncle, hi, good evening. I said, how are you? Fine. Onyebule, how are you today? How are your parents? And I'm like, hey, Uncle, it's nice to do. So, okay, I came to remind you about the debate. He said, yes, yes. He uh, now turned to, I can't remember, I think it was Ofole, who was supposed to be the chief speaker or the main speaker. And he said, hey, Ofole, so uh, you'll be the backup. Ojebuli, I took my time to listen to the way he, he presented the last time. In fact, people should come and practice again. Ojebuli will be the, our lead chief speaker. Let him speak that is English there. And I said, yes. Yes. So that was the day. That was my journey towards learning that you can actually blackmail yourself. And not for once did I blackmail him. He actually blackmailed himself. That is my story. Thanks, Bucci, for always having a lesson to teach us. And that's the show. It's a wrap. Thank you, Anita, for hosting. Anita writes at uwami.com on the lives and stories of women, particularly of Nigerian women. 
You can follow her on Instagram and on Facebook at Uwami. That's N-W-A-A-M-I. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Storyteller Series Nigeria. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. For more information on the series and to check dates for our next live event, please follow us at ABJ Storyteller, that's one word, on Instagram, Twitter, and like our Facebook page. You can also visit our website at thestorytellerng.org. If you would like to tell a story at our next live event or submit a story to the podcast, please email info at thestorytellerng.org. Have a great day.